Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to this podcast that you are listening to because uh, you're in hell, and this is what they want you to be punished with. Uh, we usually start each one of these podcasts uh, with a, um, uh, a, a an airing of our uh, fans' grievances and uh, a prostellation of ourselves. Yeah, where we yeah we prostate ourselves. We we get down on our knees Whoa. and beg for forgiveness. Wow. I don't yeah, think I no. Be around for yeah, that. no. It's 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 different. It's like flagellation, but different. <laughs> Anyway, uh, last episode <laughs> was uh, about our um, made-up uh, basketball team. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't get any feedback on that. We did, no, no. no, I think everyone was perfect. Um, Actually, no, I do. I do have, I have, I have to comment that um, I did some research. Uh-huh. And, yeah, Chitara was one of the consultants on the Space Jam 2 movie. Oh, okay. So, yeah. suck it. I'm, I'm, it's no. No, I think everyone just realizes why you're never good at anything. I, I, I know dick about basketball is what yeah. this really boils down to. But it, I just thought, I thought fast. I right, thought yeah, fast. no. Chitara, look, fast. Chitara and most WNBA players are really good at fundamentals. <laughs> uh, that was super misogynist that you guys even laughed at that. That's great. So, oh, so you can say the <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is innocent. It's the laughter that's the, yeah. that's the problem. We're laughing at you. That's the problem. Mm. All right, uh, so let's get started. My name is uh, Monty Ike, and we are live all in the same room. Uh, so let me introduce uh, my co-host. He's the halfling bard to my tabaxi rogue. He's the goliath barbarian to my gnome uh, necromancer. He's the elvish, uh, elven uh, swashbuckler to my guy with a Scottish accent. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. And joining us is my other best friend, uh, Tim Ham. Tim, thanks for uh, being in this room. Uh, we are inside a cave because we wanted to make this sound like a dungeon. Um, uh, luckily, uh, Tim brought a lot of sand and some sawdust, so we got the damp sounds out. Uh, it's just now the sort of it's, it's, uh, echoey. Don't ask where I got it. Yeah. Or the chains. Why do you have so many chains? That's a good question. You don't. Don't you? Uh, I don't go across the mountains anymore. No. Um, so uh, you go through like a true dwarf. That's right. <laughs> this is going to be one of our nerdier shows. This is definitely going to be one of our nerdier shows. Uh, what are we talking about? And why did we bring in our special guest? Well, our special guest is here because we needed a and d expert. What? And, and <laughs> we had Tim. So Yeah. <laughs> That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. we we, we couldn't needed, get any DeBoers online. <laughs> we needed a rules lawyer, and Tim was the one. That yeah, was there was available. there was no DeBoers on on my speed dial. 
No divorce. Great. Listen to this. No great, divorce. Great inside baseball on that one. By the <laughs> yeah. way, hey, you know what? Let's make. Let's drop a reference that only we are going to get, and no one else. Just no one else except for our <laughs> close, tight knit D and D friends. All right. Uh, you so know, yeah. besides the besides the uh, dungeon sound, we're also going to be like sweaty in a dungeon here shortly. Yeah. I uh, look. Uh, yes. Well, mm. it's either that or it's going to sound like we're in a wind tunnel. Like <laughs> yeah. So we no, have to a do small that. mouth bass. So. We are we are talking about D and D. Rob is going to be doing D and D online uh, for the first time in a long time. Uh, you, me, and Tim played D and D throughout quite our, a lot growing up. Yeah, yeah. Our middle mm-hmm. school, and uh, I was the dungeon master always, the dungeon master, and uh, you guys <laughs> were my severely overpowered uh, players. Um, mm. Not once did any of you get kidnapped by a being from another dimension, and we did not have any uh, adventures, and we certainly held didn't meet any girls. No. <laughs> uh, remember when we used to play D&D when it was totally uncool? Yep. And now it's like... There was no Vin Diesel yeah. or uh, Joe Ma- Montana. Yeah. Is that yes. No, that is not... <laughs> Joe Montana. No, no. I can't pronounce his name, but, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's a big... Yeah. Yeah. The guy from Magic Mike, who's there you uh, also go. into D&D a lot. Deathstroke. Yeah. Mm. That's right. That's right. Maganello. Oh, Maganello. Yes, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> He's thinking, uh, yeah, this, isn't Joe Mantegna like the, uh, that one actor? <laughs> He's like another guy. I'm, I'm in this role. No. Um, all right, so let's let's talk D&D. So um, Rob's going to play online D&D. I've been playing in California with a, a group of improvisers who found out that I knew how to do it. And they had always wanted to do it. They're all young hipsters. And so they were like, oh, it's cool now. And I was like, you don't know. Yeah, they don't know the pain. They don't, they don't know what it's like to be playing an RPG in the college computer lab when two exceedingly hot upperclassmen come in. And then you just are like, mm. I want to die. <laughs> I want to be melted. Mm-hmm. And I want to just be sent out into space. I've, I would feel less embarrassed if I was a producer of Superman 4. <laughs> um, it's yeah. funny though because we we played first edition, didn't we? At one point, oh, we play actually. It's uh, second edition. Second no, advanced. no, no. I thought didn't we play first edition? I thought advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I played first edition with you, Doug, who lived behind me, and you, I thought you, you played one played, or twice with. Oh, maybe maybe we played one time with Doug because then that that me. led to yeah. Marvel role yes, playing, Marvel which was role still playing. the same TSR at that. I believe, I think wasn't so. it? I think I think they still had it. But when we were when we were full bore into it, we were playing advanced. Oh yeah, because that was when Thaco was the yeah. Thaco. Oh yeah. my oh, god. Wow. Yeah, like that's another thing that when I talk to these, you like you know, I, and I'm literally playing with twenty somethings and thirty somethings. We're probably speaking another language at this point, right? To, to anyone who doesn't play D and D. Thaco standard, uh, stood for two hit armor class of zero. I totally forgot what it stood yeah. for. I just knew and it was. What like, it what's meant your was, so if you had an armor class of zero, what die, what d twenty you would have to roll or whatever. But it made it so hard and like the. It was supposed to simplify, but I think it did the opposite. It made it completely no, it, opposite. It so when third edition came out and they said, "Oh, by the way, your no armor class Thaco. is just going to literally be." What you have to roll to yep. hit a person, and everyone was like, "Oh, good, yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> that is so much easier yep. than the exact opposite." Would you, I yeah. would say the majority of our growing up together, not since, but like a majority, was probably third edition, right? Uh, uh, second, 
Or was we it three played, five? We played second when we started playing as adults. Yep. With uh, Valandra. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that three, was three. That, that was, was three, third. and then it, it bled into three five. Okay. And and so now we're on fifth edition. So most of this discussion will be around fifth edition, which Rob hasn't really played. At Me all. and Tim have played at all. for years now. And it's totally okay to skip over fourth entirely. Yeah. That's why I, I, I played. <laughs> I played fourth edition, and they tried. You know, the the big thing was they tried to make it more like video games or whatever, mm-hmm. and it just became unwieldy and weird, and everything was strange. Everything was a power. Mm-hmm. Everything that you did was like I can use this power once a battle or once a fight or whatever, and it was just weird. Yep. It, it just made everything weird. So with fifth edition, then. I know that there's more in-depth per classes and and whatnot, but is it is it easier or is it harder? Both. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Both. It really kind of depends. I think it just depending on what you want to do in the first place, and then you know just how much you want to uh, take it. Yeah, because you can get in and make it really more difficult for yourself. You oh, can yeah. get in and do just. Weirder, depending on the class, things. the options, and whatever yeah. you can just keep and, and it simple. We should say for for some people playing uh, a wizard where you have to balance your spell book or even components or all those things, that might be easy for them. That they don't care. That like it's not necessarily hard. There's also, I mean, there are people who are like, I can totally do that. What I can't do is emote uh, a character that feels like it's real. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, sure. So I like they're like, oh, I can, I can, I can do the math part of this. So my D and D campaign is called Improv and Math uh, because that's what D and D is. It's yeah, a totally, totally lot of is. improv acting, and then it's math. And sometimes you're good at one, and sometimes you're good right. at the other, yeah. or and, both. Yeah, and there's a lot. There's a lot of people who are like good at the math and not good at the improv part of it. Um, so yeah, but uh, so we're we're trying to like. We're going to try to focus in on some things because Rob's going to get into 5th edition. So the first uh, topic is going to be best class for the type of play that you want. And what I mean by type of play is I think we'll use the the sort of standard uh, RPG or MMRPG like classifications for what you are. So like a tank is a character who can take a lot of damage doesn't necessarily need to deal a lot of damage, but can take it. Mm-hmm. Their job is to be in the face of the enemy. Um, they're the guy in full plate armor, you know, like a total knight who just hard to hit, very, very hard to kill. You know, mm-hmm. um, some, you know, some of them not hard to hit, but very hard to kill is the, is the main part of tank. Um, so and then, the, so yeah. high armor classes or high hit point count. Yes, yep. exactly, exactly. Sometimes it's just this is a this is a uh, a class of character that just has so much hit points that they're just hard to drop. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's the tank, and then there would be like your sort of your damage dealer. Your so are, are we going to go through and say what's what's the best tank class? Are we? Gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, so we'll we'll start there. So we'll okay. we'll start with tank tank class. Um, uh, I, I think that cleric is a good tank class because you get good. high armor. It, you have the ability to heal yourself and others. Oh, good point. Good yeah, point. Mm-hmm. and uh, but very high. <clears throat> they, they're more of a high AC, um, but the fact that they can heal oftentimes gives them the, so the hit point. More, well, more for layman's. What exactly is a cleric? Uh, it's a it's a war it's a war priest. Probably. More priests. Yeah. Okay. That's so they are a, a, a yeah. priest of a of a of a god of some because sort. their magic comes from a religion. Versus... Yes, their 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 magic comes from the divine, uh, an actual mm-hmm. god in D anD. d Which, 
it, it could be a bit more complicated than some people are looking for just for that tank role. Right. But and it just depends on how much you're willing to go into it and, and balance it out. To But they can make good tanks as long yeah. as you put in a bit more effort to it. Right. I also think clerics are great tanks because of the fact that they can do that support. They can do that sort of uh, healing part of it. Sure, they can be so a, if you, if a you nurse a, on the field and still be dealing out damage. If you don't way. have a large party of people, if you're if you're, yeah. if you're playing with just you and a buddy or maybe three people, good tank is a cleric because they can mm-hmm. they can do well, a lot of different things. Well, into what you said is be, the reason they would also make a good tank is because if they're focusing on something else besides dealing damage. They can still just take it and still do something else. Mm-hmm. Right. That is that because of their armor in. class, or is yeah, that yeah, because they can they can wear full armor. And spells. Are they usually high in dexterity? No, not no. They're, usually you can. I'm yeah, you can. can but, yeah, it but your depends. focus should be in your strength. Well, so yeah, it, your no, your focus is in wisdom because that. Well, so, sure, yeah, we, sure. God, Honestly, I know any you could you could do a spectrum of any character. There's a whole other thing we can. But let's say like ideally, I'm rolling here, and we want and we want a a tank version of a cleric. I would ideally want strength. You would want uh, actually, you would want constitution because that is your health. You're right. Uh, And you would want your obviously a high wisdom for for that thing. But your armor class is just basically your armor. Mm -hmm. You don't need high dexterity if you're. But wouldn't you want strength to support that armor class? Uh, or is is that a factor? Uh, I don't yeah, know. A certain strength to wear the heaviest of armors. Because yes. I mean, yeah, isn't being encumbered as much of an issue? That yeah. actually also kind of depends, and we'll touch about on, this on your, on your DM and, and how much he wants to deal with those little fiddly. Because things. most of these video games that now rely upon Dungeons yes. and Dragons rules, which I really do think Dungeons yeah, and Dragons if you're carrying set the way, precedence. If you're carrying way too much weight, they start encumbering you. Yeah, that's great because the computer is dealing with that. Yeah, when you get an actual human, <laughs> you're like. I can't like, wait. I don't, I don't care if you're eating or not. I don't, it's fucking, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I don't <laughs> yes, care you that. take a bathroom break. Yeah. Fine. We'll fine, knock fine. five minutes Too off the bath. Too much math. So, so there's Cleric. Uh, and then, Tim, what's another tank that you like? I was going to say uh, Barbarian mm-hmm. makes a great tank. And yeah, and, and for Barbarian, that is all about hit points because they don't wear armor. I was going to well, say they don't wear much armor, they do can. they? Oh, they can. They can wear medium armor. Yeah. So what, what, like, what qualifies as medium armor? Is it chain? chain? Uh, some chain. Yeah, the chain shirt. I'd have to look it up. But, but yeah. it's usually... Uh, breastplate, I know, is yeah. a medium. Yeah. So if you're just wearing like just a breastplate, not everything else, yeah. that's medium armor. That's that medium leads armor. me to a question. Um, since it's more advanced, but not as advanced... Are they doing specific damage? Like, oh, well, I'm wearing a chest oh, plate no. in my head. No, my nope. chest is getting nope. hit. It's, nope. it's still just hit and, or not And hit. One, of, one of the things about role-playing games that's hard to explain is what hit points are. Because in 5th mm-hmm. edition, you're fine until you reach zero. And then once you hit zero, you're unconscious. And you're not you're necessarily not dead. dead. But that's, that was pretty common before, too, out. wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Like, you could still be saved at zero. But, it, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. funny thing is, though, you hit zero and then you get one hit point. You're back. Fully ready to go. Really? Yeah. You take you take an eight hour nap. All of your hit points are back. That's, that's fifth edition. That's fifth yep. edition because it's that's not, like sleeping in Zelda. Right. It's, it's <laughs> because what it is is first of all, no one. I mean, you can do, and they even spell out rules for a slower healing kind of game if you mm-hmm. want to play it more realistic or gritty, as they call it. But the thing is that 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 what it is is not. It's not your actual healing points. It's not your actual limbs. It's not your actual 
bleeding out well, or whatever. You would the minutia it's your ability. Would be... to, it's your ability to continue on. Yeah, your hit points oh, is get... your character's ability to stay conscious and fighting. So to get Doug Belsass back on the podcast, if you think <laughs> about it, it's it's Hulk Hogan. Okay. You know, he's almost down, he's almost down, and then the crowd starts chanting. And he does the thing with his ear, and all of a sudden that's like a healing spell, and he's got one more hit point. He gets back up, and he can start doing everything you, what used to do. So it's about wearing that down. It's oh, okay, but, but he still only has one hit point. Still only has okay, one that's hit point. Different. The next I bet, person, yeah. That's different. Okay. The, next, the next, well, I mean, you know, He's, I misunderstood. He may start out with seventy-two hit points. What I mean is, but he's fully like he's got his full faculties. He's, yes, at one that's, hit point. That's okay. Yes. I I can yeah. agree with that. I just and it's like all of a sudden he wakes up and he's full power. Oh no, and full, full life. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. He's still one hit point. Can go back. Say, yeah. What the hell is that? I've okay. been in, I've been in some battles where people have gone unconscious three times. Mm-hmm. They go unconscious. Oh, yeah. Somebody saves them. They go unconscious again. Somebody. So, what them. is the death? Death like. What? So, in in fifth edition, death saves. Uh, you roll the a d twenty. Anything above ten is a success. Anything below is a failure. And you have three failure. You have to get. So it's three a fifty successes. fifty chance. Yes, three times. Three successes before three failures. It's a lot harder to completely die now. Okay. Yes. Well, but you got to think that would make sense. If someone comes up and hits you for more damage when you're unconscious, then you're that's right. two failed. Yep. Oh, so you're, you're, you're so you can get and that would make sense. That would make sense. And yeah. what that is is it makes your teammates go. I I got to protect you. Yeah, I need to get in there and make sure that that person. Which would make like if I'm laying there sleeping and somebody stabs me, I'm more likely to die than if I'm awake and somebody stabs. Right. Me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So anyway, uh, but yeah, uh, Barbarian is great. Barbarian, you would want dexterity. You would want strength. You would want constitution. Those are the things that oh, you yeah. want. Definitely. Everything physical is what you want in a Not much wisdom, not much uh, not No, they don't need to be smart. They don't I've, need I've to played be... a Barbarian in past, but I had like a two intelligence. It was fun for a while. It was a lot of fun for a while. And then two it got, is pretty hard to role play. It was, yeah. it, it, then it got to like, I've hit a wall of, I can only be so stupid for so long. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think all jokes hard. aside, it was like, I can only be this stupid for so long. Now, I've, I've said this before with my characters when they're looking for a dump stat or one that they're going to put in low. And I'm like, it's really hard to play dumb mm-hmm. because your DM will be like, that's meta. You're, He's not smart enough to do that. I have a character in my group right now um, called Tweed, and I think he has an eight intelligence. And there are times where I have to tell the player, Lauren, there's no way Tweed could have ever come up. Yeah. And I mean, it was fun for a while. It was like, I got to play this big moron. But then it would be like we were in situations where it's like, I have a great idea, and I can't tell you guys. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people don't understand. It could be hard to just Mm -hmm. think of yourself as a very stupid Stupid person. person. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I got. Nope. No, yep. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Easier so. to play, not very wise or not very charismatic. Not very charismatic. You could be a jerk or you could be super shy. That's what no charisma can mean. You can mm-hmm. say, "Oh, I'm horribly." It, it is hard to play charisma when your character has a high charisma. You can just say, "Well, I say something intelligent and funny." And yeah, like, you know, but again, but I think with that, it's a lot like you go with your DM and you yeah. say, "Look, I'm, I'm not, not as charismatic, or I don't have the kind of intelligence." So what you can do with that is you can say to the DM, I'm going to roll a charisma check or I'm going to roll an intelligence check. I'm going to roll against my intelligence. To, and then can you and basically, if I roll my uh, charisma check here, can you tell me what I would do? Right. And Just then say, the DM goes, oh, yeah, you you start singing a song with them and get buddy chummy. You know, yeah, I wish yeah. I would have had thought that way because I've played high charisma characters. and it's, You are not that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You basically would just have to simply tell them. I think I did okay. Yeah, but once like, you have an was, idea of. 
but I didn't. I did not consider that as an option to ask you. Yeah, Yeah, it's always yeah. The the always is the option is hey DM. I you know I can't. I feel like me as me the person. Yeah, Rob the person can't do this. I'm gonna roll against my stats here. Can you help me? And then I you know the the DM a good DM should know. Yeah, the the good DM goes. Oh yeah, you remember or an arcane piece of lore from before, and that's how your intelligence comes back. You remember a book that you read several mm-hmm. weeks ago, this arcane piece of well, Because would, you have a high enough charisma. Yeah, that would speak to like the other end of the spectrum. If you are playing a character with super high intelligence... There's, yeah. Th- nobody... You're super high intelligence in the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. You don't know that. I don't yeah. know this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know that, yeah. But it also... Work? But that's the great thing, though, too, is if you if you want to, you can go out on a limb, improvise, and be like, it's kind of like Doctor Who. It's like, oh, I'm going to reverse the, you know, the neutron flow. I'm going to reverse the Oh, yeah, the you, you, you come you up with your own science. Right? <laughs> yeah, you just say arcane things like, ooh, I know what that eldritch hicker is. It's the black blood of Asmodeus. And then, you know, the DM's like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you just said a bunch of techno bullshit. But again, that's, works. that's yeah. where I think where you have good improvers. Right, that yeah, know. You'd be surprised good improvers are still like, I don't, I say something smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, we need to move on or we're, we're never going to yeah, die. you're so, right, you're uh, right. Let's go to uh, high damage dealers. Um, I, I don't want to call these blasters, but let's just say... Well, a barbarian I, would be good for that as well. If uh, You yeah. would think, but there are more. There, Yeah, there's actually better options if what you want to do is just damage. Yeah. I mean, barbarians are good. Because Cleave was do. the big thing that I always loved. Yeah, in 3.5, Cleave was fun because you could roll again to hit another And just hit rolling them 20s yeah, yeah. and just chopping people up. But... I don't know when we played in 3.0 if we had a really good rogue, but a rogue is your damage dealer. Really? Rogue, really? Rogues can still do sneak lots of damage. Sneak attack. Sneak attack is what, always Which used to be though. called backstabbing or whatever, but sneak attack is first, in order to get sneak attack, they have to add advantage on the roll, right? Uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. They can, there's some other things, but advantage on the roll. Which means they have a better chance to hit you, and then when they do, like, an 8th level rogue does like their normal let's say it's a short sword right because it's always a, usually a finesse weapon yep. sure. short sword does 1d6 damage okay but sneak attack at level 8 I think is 4d6 on top yeah. of that it was so always... now you're looking at 5d6 a total of 30 points so of damage so sneak attack where you're like you're so not... much better than 2d6 for a great accent of our how does it work like because I remember in 3rd edition there was like being caught flat footed and yeah there's things, there's like things that. Uh, if, if you're uh, if the person you're attacking is engaged in melee with your tank your barbarian so they got your back to they're yeah, back to that, that's sort of your back a backstabbing flat, flanking or backstabbing there's flanking also uh, there's also mm-hmm. other abilities that a rogue can do like the the investigator type subclass of rogue has this thing pickpocketing where, and well it what it does, they they can do uh, basically a check where they look for weaknesses and that gives them advantage in battle in battle mm-hmm. they roll a uh, a opposed check and if they win they see a weakness on on your person and they get advantage and how do on. you defend that if you're against a rogue what's what's your defense you is it have to but is it better. charisma or what yeah what, it's what, a charisma you... roll and yeah I, I think it's an opposed charisma check i think for that particular one but there's other i mean there's other stuff yeah, you always have a, the ability of Oh, sure, but I just didn't know what it rolls against. Yeah, what. yeah. It, it, that particular one for an investigator. But there's other stuff. There's also a steady aim where if the rogue doesn't move for a whole round, they can do one attack 
with advantage, right? So that means they're stuck like a sniper. It's basically how they would sniper. Mm -hmm. They're stuck, no movement whatsoever, a sitting duck for a, 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 a turn, but then they get sneak mm -hmm. attack no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But there's Okay, yeah, so and then besides rogues, who else we got? Wait, wait. Can you... uh, the. Um... The uh, warlock with eldritch blast. Uh, I know nothing about warlocks. warlocks. I don't know about warlocks. Um, so it, they have you have magic the, users and yeah. warlocks. The, war, warlock is a type of magic user. It's just how they get their okay. Not real magic. But <laughs> warlock. That's warlock is literally I sold my soul to a patron. Yeah, I have an otherworldly patron who's given me okay um, a, a sugar daddy of magic. Okay, and the reason why I say it's that not trained, stealers, it's acquired. It's acquired, mm -hmm. and the reason I say that warlocks are pretty good is because they only get two cell spell slots, but they also have a cantrip they can use all the time, and it starts at one d six damage okay. for an eldritch blast. Mm -hmm. And by the time they are like at fucking tenth level, it's three of those blasts that they can lay on people. And they can get all these other things that increase the damage for that thing. So I do think that, I think Warlocks are pretty good damage dealers. Um, you know. Okay, what are the classes that we, we have? I mean... I would still say um, Fighter, the... Not the champion, but the... Um, Marshall one? Yeah, the other one, where you get maneuvers yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Marshall. I think it's... Yeah, I, because I know, I you can yeah, add these are, these are additional things. damage... When you, yeah. you do mm -hmm. certain maneuvers and stuff. Yeah, it's so, basically like I, I've trained in almost like martial arts or yeah. whatever. And not not martial arts because that's an that's entirely the, different class. Sure, sure. But, this uh, is like... Uh, but you, you're still training in a type of fighting skill. Right. Yes. So remember yeah. in remember in, uh, in in The Princess Bride where they're talking about... Are you oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew, yeah. yes. It's yeah. that. It's the idea that they mm -hmm. are so highly trained in, in, specific... in specific fighting that they do crazy things. So yeah, classes, Rob, let's do that. So there's Barbarian, there's Bard, there's Fighter, Cleric, there's Sorcerer, there's Wizard, Ranger, Ranger, Ranger is one. Rogue, uh, which used to be called Thief. Magic user, Sorcerers. I, I said Wizard and Wizard and Sorcerers. And sorcerers. Yeah. Okay. Warlock is another Warlock. type. Yeah. Uh, monk is... Still Monk. Martial okay. artist. Uh, martial artist, yeah. And I... I'm trying to think if there's what, anything Are there cleric classes or is it just cleric? Yeah, there, there are subclasses. Every single druid. Druid is one I was going to go. Yeah, yeah. get druids. Yeah. So uh, druids are still magic and cultish type? Or they're, 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 they're nature. Nature. Nature, nature cult. Yeah. Nature. So, so, and then would you say wizards and sorcerers, though, still are pretty high damage dealers if they're evokers? They can. Who are we forgetting? If you want to get uh, for melee damage, though, don't forget a paladin. Paladins. Oh, that's what. Yeah. yeah. Paladins. Which is a, a, like a like a. I was trying to come up with the board. Paladin, paladin is the paladin is exactly King Arthur's knights. They are holy yeah. warriors. Cavalier. Yes. From Dungeons and Dragons card. Yes, except Just not cowardly. Not, yeah. No. And they're also. I like to. I always make them uh, fun police. Paladin, uh, paladins always used to be fun police. Yeah. In fifth edition, they don't have to be lawful good anymore. So okay. that actually, I thought you could be a paladin, lines. but you could be you could either had to be lawful good or the absolute polar opposite. But now you can be the whole no, spectrum. No, you can be the whole spectrum because now yeah. in a paladin, you don't even have to, to pledge to one god. You could be pledging to an idea. Yeah. So if you've ever it's seen people talk about Batman being a paladin, he's exactly a paladin because he now has pledged his life to this to this cause, to this cause, this oath. I will protect yeah, my city. Yeah, yeah, I can. And so that's, Batman that's suddenly fair. becomes kind of like a, but a, yeah, a paladin is melee with divine power behind it, and yeah. there's things called smites, and those things you're exactly right. They can lay the smack. See, down. I used to get clerics and paladins mixed up, but 
paladins don't really have magic. They don't have a lot of well, spells. They, they have some, but not a lot. They do. The The fun part about the paladin is you can make it complicated by actually using the spells, or you can just keep it simple and just Smite. use the spell slots Smite. for just extra damage. Smite. Yeah. Yep. I'm not casting a spell. I'm using my, my, my magic ability to make this harder. Yep. Why do I feel like we've left out a class? Oh, we probably did, but we'll, we'll wait. Yeah. Maybe Harvey will pull it out and tell us. Well, I mean, ones that aren't part of. Yeah, I mean these the are the these core. are the main ones. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I, sure. I, I'm, but I mean, like, I feel like we're still forgetting like a core one. Oh, I don't think so. Class, okay. I don't think. Yeah, so. I don't okay. think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's so now we have uh, we have tank and we have damage dealer. I, I think we're covered there. Uh, the the well, sort of I, I could through. Well, you can somewhat throw in a ranger at times, depending on how you do them. Well, but, and depending on if it's the revised ranger or not. Yeah. Uh, the first, the, when but, fifth edition first came out, ranger was weak sauce in a lot of ways. <laughs> Just really, you, so you have to play the revised. I'd say my very first D and D character was a ranger. Yeah, yeah. and well, that was back when rangers were uh, a variant of fighter. Yeah, they're, they're their own yeah. class now. Uh, so what what a ranger is is essentially sort of like a, a more melee based druid. Druids are cool because in fifth edition, the main thing that you do as a druid for most people is you shape change into animals, mm-hmm. or you shape change into animal parts. Because when you get a Aragorn level, from Lord of the Rings, is a ranger, right? Yes, but yeah, he, I think he's more of a yeah he's more of a classic sort of bowman, or you know like he was more well that's Legos. He's more of a Class, that, are we talking ranger or druid now? Do we, do a we, ranger. We, I was yes, talking about yes, ranger. Ranger, yes. Aragon is definitely. A druid Robin knows, Hood is a ranger, would you say? Yes. Sure. Yeah. A specifically the archery-based ranger. And mm-hmm. sure. Archery-based rangers are great. If you want to play a bowman, do do an archery-based bowman. Yeah, there's some mm-hmm. really fun stuff. Uh, my the, the ranger that I have in my group has a, a thing now, and he has this thing called Horde Breaker. So if he hits a person and there's uh, another enemy within five feet of that person, he gets to hit that person too. So now he has two attacks per but, round. But, but not an do, ally, huh? Yeah. So he can hit, like, if there's a, you know, it's basically, if there's a group of people, right? If there's like five guys coming at you, he can use his first attack to hit not only this guy, but the guy next to him. And then the next attack hits another guy and the guy next to him. Nice. But it, it, it enables... Uh, my buddy Jason to like just he starts he doesn't do shit tons of damage but he always is hitting hits and now he's really beginning to figure out how to use his spells along with it and so that even like there's a couple of great spells that Hunter's Mark Hunter's Mark and so that help his damage out as too what, so, cl- what class does not have magic is- um, you can go fighter monk well, well monk has key which is well, yeah, it just depends on which subclass because yes. every class has, has some, a subclass dip in that has okay. Because there's a, you can be a fighter and become an eldritch knight, which is a fighter who has like three or four spells. Yeah, okay. yeah, you can have a, a rogue that dips into arcane with arcane trickster. He uses mm-hmm. magic to do different things. Yeah. So there's yeah there's there's a lot of them that can dip, but I would say you can go straight up fighter, you can go straight up rogue, you can go straight up barbarian, um, barbarian not have it but barbarians even have a sort of magic too so. i was gonna yeah okay yeah uh okay so we've done so defender i think is the the next when you say i, I don't I, i'm i'm using this, the the healer the 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 sort of support class character oh right sure so yeah, i would say cleric it's cleric. 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 cleric is the classic yeah you cleric. can also go druid bard is a very good support character. support yep um 
Yeah. I was gonna say, well, yeah, I was gonna say is is just the top ones of the that particular area. Yeah, I mean, cleric is definitely on top for me for that. What, um, what if you were to use, um, God, I'm totally drawing a blank on what we're, like the, uh, I, I want to say Cavalier again and I can't, <laughs> not, not, not Cavalier, but what, what is a, a Cavalier is a, uh, Knight, the Knight, but, but the Knight of the Round, what is that class called? I'm totally uh, Paladin? Paladin. Paladin. Yeah. I can't, but wouldn't he be a defender? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dad. Yeah. Sir. He, he has lay on hands. He has healing abilities, but mm-hmm. he's not. Obviously, yeah, cleric would be probably more suited, but yeah, right. He's not as supportive. I mean, eventually you get a couple of auras which are just passive that they don't even have to think about, and that yeah. you know does help. Was the it, allies, Jesse was a paladin, right? When yeah, we played, Jesse was a, went to be a paladin. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I really like bards. Can be so many different things, which is cool because bards used to be just weak sauce. Like yeah, oh, oh yeah, they, they were, they were fine, comedic relief. Done. Mm-hmm. Now you can get there's college of, like you can do a subclass that where they're better fighters. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, in my group, my uh, my halfling bard is the tank of the group because he's done enough to make him hard to hit, and then he casts a spell that gives him an aura of damage, and so he just wades into battle, and that aura uh, will start attacking people, and, and, he, and he does great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think cleric druid. Uh, Bard does have a lot of healing spells uh, available to them, and, and very much could be that. If you if you don't want to necessarily play a cleric, and you still are interested in that support role or feel like you need to, the great thing about Bard is they're one of those classes that also could do the roguey type stuff as well. If you need mm-hmm. somebody to check for traps, um, sneak places, and talk well, uh, Bard is great for all of those things. So they're kind of like a roguelite in that aspect. Yeah, in that they, aspect. they they pick up a lot of things. So if you're again, if you're in can a small group, can they pick pocket and and yeah. uh, all and, you got to uh, do is take uh, sleight of hand. Anybody can try it. Yeah, but, that's um, another thing about fifth edition is you uh, you're not everyone can do it. Like it it stole it stole a little bit from Star Wars in the 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 third edition sort of. Three five or whatever the Star Wars role playing game uh, mm-hmm. uh, did this thing where they're like, have you noticed in movies everyone can do something even if they don't know how to pilot a helicopter they still can get in the helicopter and try. So for 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 fifth edition everyone can try it. It's just whether or not you're any good at it if you have any bonuses, but you can still roll, get a lucky roll, and miraculously do that. Sure, okay. Yeah. Uh, is there anything I'm missing uh, as for... far as? like to support yeah and i mean unless you're going specifically for heal then we've already you know cleric of course top druids get good ones rangers can as well with the with their spells so yeah um all right so but is there any other like so now we've done tank we've done damage dealer we've done support is there anything else do you guys have like a distance thing i like is there uh, i think that's still you can roll that into Anything, any yeah. damage dealer can because do yeah, again, magic does. missiles and right, yeah, bow and arrows. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever, the same thing. Yep. Um, all right, well then, let's talk a little bit about like uh, the the best race for certain classes, and we won't do all of the classes, but we'll just do as many as we can because this will again. We don't well, okay, if you are a human, one. what's the best race? You can to be, be anything. Human. You can be anything if you're a human. That's yeah. what kind of what I figured. Humans yeah. are so varied and everything, and They're, so universal. Yeah. But yep. Because they get to they get to add things to everything. 
Um, but so, like, okay, so what are the races that we have? Uh, half elf, elf. Yeah, there's so many, but yeah, <laughs> they're human, half elf, uh, elf, halfling, dwarf, half um, orc, orc. Yeah, half orc, uh, orc. But now you can also be, you know, uh, Goliath, which is like a rocky type character, like a character that's got like a rock. Isn't type there skin. like a dragon type character? Yeah, there's a dragon born, which is, uh, yeah, yeah dragony. Tabaxi is a cat person. Uh, you can play a goblin. You can play a knoll. You can play monstrous characters. I forgot about gnolls. Yeah. I totally forgot. So, I mean, you can play just about anything. Okay. Oh, way to go, Tim. Sorry. Yeah. Well, Sorry. <laughs> um, everyone's like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> you all four um, of them. But, like, uh, let's, so let's just, we'll go through real quick, rapid fire. Uh, okay. For a barbarian, best uh, race? Best. Orc. Orcs and half orcs are because they get they get strength bonuses anyway, yeah. right? Yeah, right. So. They do. Goliath's also good because Goliath's they also sure. have strength and AC. Humans still can be and yeah. dwarves. Dwarves are good. The constitution yeah. should still good. be good. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, bards. Half elves, elves are great because uh, they get their charisma bonus, mm-hmm. uh, which is good uh, off the bat. Gnomes? Do gnomes get the? I think so. I think it's a main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, it, you know, there you go. Charisma is the the main thing, so anything yeah. that gets you a bonus in charisma is also pretty good. Um, uh, let's see um, fighter well again human orcs and half orcs yeah the dwarves um, dwarves still make good ones of those yeah, yeah. Uh, um, unless unless you want more dexterous fighters then you can throw in all the elves yes uh, that's the thing fighters is a little bit of a mixed bag yeah it depends you, on what, you what, of, what type of what fighter, fighter you want to be fight the class fighter is, is really how you want to make it you can you can be a how, fighter how do you want to fight yeah that's how basically. you want to fight is exactly that yeah uh, let's go with um, so fighter uh, wizard uh, I think uh, human elf gnomes gnomes yeah gnomes all good what, what bonuses would you get as a gnome uh, you get an intelligence yeah I think one, one I think and oh they get uh, but they also get advantage some... on certain like yeah any mind effects or something right like, yeah so so uh, and we don't have the books in front of us yeah so but as a gnome like it's they're smaller they're dwarfs right but they're, they're tinier or, than dwarfs that's why they're I figured okay. are like not as constitution like okay. you're, yeah they're no so halflings are the smallest then gnomes then dwarves oh really halflings are even smaller than that halflings, well, halflings are, are hobbits yeah like yeah. I, I always like yeah. halflings are a hobbit and you know and then, then, then gnomes and then, then dwarves. dwarves and then yeah then elves yeah, everything yeah. else yeah yeah alright so uh, wizard sorcerer uh, uh that's Okay. There, do you Techn- ever see things like people doing like the dr- Draconis? Yeah, a dragon, dragon horn, anything. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do anything. See, uh, like sorcerer would be pretty funny. Yeah, um, little hat. Yeah, a sorcerer, which is innate magic uh, from your bloodline, is not you don't you didn't study it. It, it. It's inside of you. It could be almost anything. Dragonborn is kind of fun for that, but also elves, half elves is 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 good with that. Um, uh, rogues, anything sort of dexterous, so elves are great. Elves. Halflings Humans. are halflings. Are great. Size is important on those too. Like if you're small, I mean, better. no, it, it's Not, it's it, just it just depends on the bonuses you get and maybe other. The one factors. cool thing, yeah, the one cool thing a rogue can do uh, at certain levels, depending on your subclasses, you can hide. Uh, like a halfling rogue can hide behind, like they can start a hide by basically just crossing behind a larger character. Yep. So I can walk behind. Once my I'm friend out of your sight. I'm, yep. I'm stealth and you can't see me anymore, so that's good. 
Um, uh, monk. Uh, I think these are also great to have good constitution for healing. I feel uh, like every category you start with human and you work one yes. way or the other. Human yeah. is great for a lot of different yeah. things. Human can slip into anything. Yeah. Um, uh, but so uh, I've, I can't really fathom what else would be good for a monk. Um, I suppose. Well, uh, well, I, I mean, it depends on the, the monk, but I, if you're just sticking with like, because you want wisdom and dexterity for a monk. Right. But if you have a class that has uh, an AC bonus too, like Dragonborn and Goliath, that's uh, that would definitely been great. Okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden, your then monk you're, you're who doesn't wear any armor is really hard to hit. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think you know, uh, and I, these are not all of them, but I, no, 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 we're yeah. giving a scatter shot. People always say, "Oh, humans are white bread or whatever." What's the fun of that? Uh, but humans are good at all of this. If you're min maxing, these are what you would do. I think the fun is exactly what you talked about: non min maxing, uh, finding quirky characters that mm. don't necessarily. Well, I, that's where the role playing is fun. Is yeah, when, yeah, coming yeah. up with a good backstory. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think those are. I'm trying to remember if we got a uh, thief uh, for warlock thiefling. Is tiefling, good, yeah. Tiefling is a good one, um, yeah. which is a devil person. No, yeah, new one to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Been yeah. for a while. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been, I've not played in a long time. But yeah, I, I think that's. I think I think we've made it through most of the. Yeah, I, I mean, we've got a pretty good. Overview. And then uh, we talked about best characteristics in a DM or player. For me, uh, as a DM. Uh, good characteristics are you should be fairly consistent um, don't play favorites on anyone but also don't one time say one thing and then play the exact opposite I think so be obviously a good storyteller you, you know you want a good story yeah you would like you'd like a person to be a good storyteller Definitely sometimes does. they're not even writing the story they're just just re- reading the book. what's been given to yeah them. But, but making sure that they understand the yeah for what I think would makes better DMs, it's somebody who they don't necessarily need to know all the rules, but they know most of the rules and how to get to the rules. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, be open minded. Yeah, I and just roll with it. Right, just flexibility. I think yeah, is rules important. rules lawyers are not good DMs. The ones that are like, well, that's not what the rules are written. Exactly, that is not. Fun. It's about having a mutual fun. Right. And yeah, yeah I want to, I, the yeah. DM's job is to kill you, but still, you know, you don't want to just, well, but you walk out it. and you die. The DM's it's is not to kill you, it's to challenge, challenge. you and to make and see, this you know, it's story. a puzzle. How do you get out of this? Yeah. Exactly. Make yeah. this fun, role play, using your character. I want to you to feel, like when I'm DMing, I want you to feel real emotions. I want you to feel scared. So that's why these things are trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel scared. I want you to feel proud when you defeat them. I want you to feel happy that you survived. I want you to feel happy that you got this thing that you've been questing for. Excited to get the loot. But right. Not that, just that's what loot. it is. Mm-hmm. To me, DMing is all about providing the good emotions. It's weird because when I look at people online talking about stuff, there's so many groups out there where they talk about like, uh, well, my, uh, my character fell in love with blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the hell, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not rolling out. I'm not role playing your, your fantasy, uh, your, <laughs> yeah. your, your romance novel. I, I actually did this it, thing. But could it could it happen in your story? Let's say like naturally it happened. Where actually, it yes. Uh, in my in my ones that we're playing right now, uh, one of my characters uh, 
sort of as a lark, uh, you know, rolled to uh, get to know this innkeep, and then they started sleeping together. And uh, but we don't do anything weird. But now I've made it like okay, well now I have this emotional anchor. Hmm. This innkeeper is something oh, yeah. that this I mean, person cares because it's about. Part of your story. That's part of the story. But yeah, you know, I, I, the, the joke that you guys had when I I stepped out and I let you guys play guard for a few times, yeah. and you guys were killing the bunnies while I was gone. Right. That ended up becoming a part of my character after I came back. Yeah. Where it was yes, it was funny and stupid, but it was kind of part of the character when things like that. Right. And, and again, in my, my group right now, there's a character who, uh, who has the, this NPC is a mentor, like a mentee of this guy. And, uh, and they've, they've made all these romantic overtures or whatever, you know? And so we did a one shot where I took a bunch of NCPs, non-player character characters and said, okay, you're all going to pick one of these things and you're going to run a mission as these supporting cast members. And one of the things I wrote was, totally in love with Remethiel. And I, I made it so that now it's canon. This guy has this unrequited love with Remethiel who doesn't feel that way because he's sleeping with an innkeeper. And the best part is it was the innkeeper so and this guy in a thing. And all they did the whole time as they were fighting was the innkeeper and this unrequited love person jabbed at each other verbally because they were rivals they were romantic rivals and, and that it makes it fun so fun and, yeah. it, and it added a so a, like a and that to me when i think about those session, that session i was like that was the best part of it is they 100 percent full bore mm. went into sniping at each other because they were jealous like there was yeah sure so yeah so that's for players um i think for players it's uh one i would say is this understand that there is no this is not a game of winning or like it's not yeah, that's it's not it's a it's a journey you don't mm-hmm. win anything uh and because if you know that you're not winning anything you don't argue in a way where it's i really dis i find it really terrible when pcs are like but i need to like you have to and, blah, 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 and they don't listen to the dm it's like the no. dm's job is to keep everyone happy mm-hmm. and so yeah. sometimes they make a rule and they'll say I think we're just going to go with it like this for this time and we'll revisit this later. But it's basically because I don't want to spend 25 minutes arguing, arguing your thing mm-hmm. while five other people look at their phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically, no you just want players to understand they are not the only player there. Yes. Every player should know that they're in a group. And I mm-hmm. think that's actually a very good... That's another thing about that improv part of it is like improvisers understand that you're not... It's always the... It's always everyone. You're, well, it, yeah, I, yeah, I feel like the the best games I've ever been a part of have been where it's like there's not like this shining star where there's one guy who's the star athlete of the team and everybody else is, you know, it's like everybody has their moment so and the DM facilitates. Yeah, exactly. So not the NBA. Exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, where the DM facilitates that, it's like, okay, yeah. Then this happens and this happens. And, you know, it's never perfect because sometimes somebody has like, well, I'm just rolling well tonight. I don't fucking know why. And, <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. One of the hardest things of a DM is when you have a character or a player who's getting disinterested and then you overcorrect and you make everything about them. Mm. That's awful. That's awful. And you, you need to worry about Like that. a boat? Like a boat. <laughs> uh, well, you know, there's it happened, in, it happened in one where we were the players and it felt like the... the DM was all about his uh, his other buddy to get that guy more interested in trying to yeah yeah but yeah I do think with you you were wailing interested so I gave you all these things 
And I think back and I'm like, everyone else was along for the ride. And, we and, and that was, yeah, I, honestly it was, but we look back and I just wanted to make a swashbuckler and we weren't. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, sorry, I was real close. Uh, I specifically made this world with water and then uh, I couldn't write adventures for that. And when we were on idea. a boat, it was like, it was my game. Yeah, and because everybody else is long for the ride. And I didn't it was know, it was unfair. I didn't know how to run it. You I didn't know how to sailor. <laughs> but but we I we didn't. It was like it was. In one aspect, we wanted to do some boat things, but at the same time, you're like you're really only focusing on your captain at this point. And it yeah, it's un- because the the rules at the time and the rules that I had were really captain based and that wasn't good. What we, and I know what's now, the rest of the crew going to, you yeah, could come I know up with now things, but. what, we, what I should have done was like have uh, skill challenges for everybody and all this other yeah, stuff yeah. where everyone is like, they're pulling the mask. Yeah. Like, I mean like, we need you to get the rigging done. So roll a dexterity roll to see if you can sure. climb up there and do that. Rob, what are you barking at your, your crew to do in yeah. this point? Char- yep. Charisma roll. And all yep. that yeah. Stuff, so. yeah. We were, um, so yeah, there we go. I think I think we've now encapsulated all of D and D. We need to turn the <laughs> air conditioner back on in the cave. Yes, uh, <laughs> it is getting a little warm. <laughs> getting a little toasty. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I mean yeah, we are not in any way. This is not uh, trying to be like the end all be all. But this is just like if oh, ever, it's a sliver of well, yeah. I, I, also your guys's knowledge. I mean, I I, I I will tell you this too. It's very interesting if you have a chance to ever play in what is called Adventures League, where you basically go to a gaming store, uh, sign up. And bring a character, and there's a DM that you don't know, and a bunch of people you that just you don't know, it. and and you just get in there. It's a very interesting thing. I did literally sit through a romance with that one time, which was just weird for everybody at the table. Uh, <laughs> I've been know. playing a lot of role playing games lately. Like yeah. you know, we get together and we like we did like when we were all cats on a spaceship, and it's so Space much cats, yeah. yeah, it's wow. so much fun. When you're just do like okay, like rules aren't as important as the as the the role right. playing part. Yes, there are some rules, and there and your DM has got to be real flexible, but still mm-hmm. give like okay, these are these are my parameters. I'm gonna give you that one. I'm not yeah. gonna give you that one. No, you can't do that. And you know, we if you die, you turn into an alien. Like it was basically like you turned into hmm. alien from the movie Aliens, and it was it was a lot of fun. I had a blast, and you know, I've played Honey Heist. I played three different Honey Heists. Wow, um, they're fun. They're a lot of fun, and I—they simplify the world of Dungeons and Dragons. But it's—it also—it's like you know you're touching the toe of what started this whole thing, which is Dungeons and Dragons. Well, yeah, there are additional ways to get you into it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's actually good, and that's one of the one of the major aspects that you have to acknowledge for Fifth Edition is that it's it helped. It's one of the things that definitely helped it become way more popular yeah is because the way they designed it and everything like that and well and we're in an all, like the majority of the time we all played we didn't have we had a computer but we weren't using the computer for much of the gaming and now it's like you can do so it, much more yeah it makes it easier to manage your stuff but also i mean it's still I it's mean, still it, pencils it, and paper and i mean honestly D beyond or whatever is still you still got a character sheet. You got to know. But I mean, it. the setup and all. But yeah. no, I, I don't know. I honestly, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass on this. I totally admit. Yeah, you, yeah. you still have to look around and you still have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, my 
my players have been playing now for almost two years and it feels like every single session I have to go, are you sure you don't want to look at something that you might be able to do? <laughs> you know, like there, it's like two years later and there's still times where I'm like training wheels. You, well, one, of, one of you can do something. I have here, recently. I'm not going to spoon feed you anymore. I so. have recently discovered the wonders of the Oculus. Have you guys put on an Oculus? Yeah, I haven't put it There's on. There's a drawing game in there that you can make. You can draw three dimensional worlds. And one of the thoughts I had was, how cool would it be if you know, even if I had one Oculus and I was a DM and I wanted to draw just, you know, the basic bare bone skeleton of a room so you could see what it looked like when you went in and have everybody just put it on just so okay this is what i'm describing how cool would that be to like the technology that we yeah. could incorporate well i mean with uh, the yeah with with roll 20 and some other stuff right now that that really had a boon with uh covid they do things that i mean roll 20 does a thing where it only shows you what you should be able to see like light wise i'm sure i'm sure and there's other fantastic. things i don't know about but what we were doing in COVID times was i we were all on zoom and i had an ipad with, logged into zoom showing my drawn maps with the miniatures and then like towards the end right before we uh got back into in-person gaming I was like, why am I not using these tokens from Hero Forge of their characters? It's their characters, their miniatures, but a 2D picture. Why am I not using that in like, I use Pixelmator or Photoshop. Mm -hmm. I take a digital map and I put layers upon layers upon layers. Sure. And that's what I'm using right now. And we're actually using a, you know, my flat screen TV behind me displays the map. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who, you know, put that flat screen TV on the table. On the table. Yeah, and then they just put their miniatures. No on top kidding. Of that. So there's a lot of really cool. No things No freaking do. kidding. Oh, people, and that's you, you yeah. Can build one. I believe you. I just oh, like yeah. you know, my iPad's big enough. You could probably do a miniature version of that, or you know, or, at least yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also, I mean, like I have a, a projector, and I've been like, oh, how can I project down? I've on got the a table? projector too. I yeah. hadn't thought of that. So. But I mean, like, seriously, like the Oculus, I can make a room that you were standing in. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, yeah, things like that would be. I'm like sure they years. will be. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, remember, everybody, to uh, always roll your dice. You can never have too little dice. Uh, always buy dice whenever you're near dice. You should always just keep. Yeah, them. yeah. That's I always keep some dice around. Always keep dice. Around. If you see dice, you buy dice. That's, you buy dice. That's, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is like I said, very introductory. Uh, no one wins this one except for Tim. I think I, I mean, Tim wins it. Uh, Does Tim, Tim won the sign-off? Uh, no, <laughs> because Tim won, you have to do the sign-off. Oh, that's, right. that's how this works. Uh, our sign-off, um, legendary uh, Gary Gaiax uh, <laughs> came up with it in his basement. He was doing some war gaming and uh, came up with this, the cardinal rule, the first uh, rule of all good role-playing games. Uh, it's been put on T-shirts. It's been written... Uh, in Eldritch lore, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien uh, created Elvish out of this sign-off uh, for his book, uh, The Lord of the Rings. Uh, Rob, what's that, what's that sign-off again? Wait. 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 This is not my Batman mug. Wait.